Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Ah, this is why you have a fabulous producer, because he recognizes that we made a last-minute change. Joe McGranahan has the day off, but uh, Mr. Stan is there on the phone. No, he's, but our co-host is Mr. Ben Reichley. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. No, Rob and I met in the coffee room so he knew i was here he thought it was friday he he, he had a big smile on his face and we are coming back so, friday though well, right? i hope so I but, uh, this is just a down payment but no rob asked me if it's friday for him so i said hey right, talk super. to mark well and uh, we could have used you yesterday one of our good listeners mm. was complaining about the un and that is something about oh, which boy you are informed so i thought uh, oh where's ben when you need him the organization that had the potential to do the most and most likely we'll find out in the future while well, we know now has probably done the least well, and uh, that's uh, pretty much what he said. So, all right, well, we can get to that as time permits. We're going to enjoy open phones. The president's, uh, the S-O-T-U is uh, the S-O-T-U. State of the Union address. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Should be State of the Union. Uh, uh, Sotowa. Sotowa. Isn't that one I of the Supreme Court ladies? S-H-I hitting F-A-N. <laughs> around the world okay (laughs) all right so we're going to talk about the president's remarks last night and we would just love to hear from you so call in today 1-800-795-9565 i'll get an initial reaction from ben i'll give my uh one cents i don't even have two cents Mm. worth but we'll let uh i I fall asleep before it's over so that won't work eb sent us an email so i'm certain he's got some insights uh, there so we'll read that but phone calls come first so let me open the show and then we'll open the phones oh and thanks for the Mardi Gras beads, incidentally. Mardi Gras yesterday, a big celebration last evening at the Central or at the uh, Susquehanna Valley Country Club. But we also had uh, the Greater Susquehanna uh, Valley r- recognizing some of its uh, stalwart represent <laughs> members. So uh, the uh, the Robinson family from Kramer Feed and Judy Carr. All right. From Lewisburg, were recognized by the chamber last night, and they, oh, wow. Judy was elegantly dressed in Mardi Gras oh, paraphernalia. Good. Okay, good. And did you give her your crown with the the bells and whistles no, on the top? No, I did have the king. Uh, king you did coat, have it on. Coat okay. on, but uh, it was a, a festive activity at the uh, Susquehanna Valley Country Club up on the hill. Great view, and uh, you know we we were able to see all the Mardi Gras parades going on around the valley. I'm looking for our king cake baby that you put here 10 years ago. I'm still looking it. for the Mardi Gras parades around the valley. Oh, okay. Well, not <laughs> enough of them. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Callers come first, so we go right to the phones. Good morning, Stan. It's the... What's on Stan's Mind Show? Good morning, sir. <laughs> well, let's see. Good morning. 
I just passed the gas station in Riverside. Mm. The gas price jumped 22 cents overnight. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, What's it at? Uh, three ninety six, three ninety five. Okay, three ninety. And are these the highest prices in history? I don't. I don't. I think they were over four dollars back when Katrina was somewhere. It might have. I can't remember. You know, some days I can't remember what I had for breakfast. But uh, that's a whole other story. But uh, <laughs> they're just headed up. And last night, our fine president stood up before the American people and lied through his teeth. <laughs> Russia is isolated. No, they're not isolated. If they were isolated, we wouldn't still be buying their crude oil here in America at the rate of 600,000 barrels a day, give or take a few barrels. So they're not isolated. Yeah, Until think- they cut off their oil flow, nothing will happen. No, and, and to make a statement like that... Uh, you have to say isolated based on their relationship with China. How isolated are you going to be? China's going to take your oil. I mean, if people understand, the Russian economy is, for all intents and purposes, a gas pump. That is basically what they could do. Forget about vodka. Forget about uh, caviar. caviar. I mean, you know, th- this is ridiculous. Uh, so... It, for for the president to make some of those statements last night, yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was tough, and I, I look at it this way: uninspiring, playing catch up, and in the Obama administration, which Biden was part of, lead from behind, which that never made a whole lot of sense in the real world. And 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 he was touting what he was going to do, which was a whole lot of stuff that Trump was already doing. But then he stopped. We're going to secure the border. We got more, better sensors to detect drugs on trucks. So the only place those are in would be at the port of entries, where the whole border along Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and Arizona is mostly open, allowing people to walk through and carry drugs. Those sensors ain't catching anybody, are they? No, and again, by not talking in detail a little bit, Farther detail about energy, if if really he he just brushed over it, and uh, never mentioned anything about China or the COVID uh, virus that has uh, you know put the world on its knees. So so not even addressing any issue with China seemed uh, the missed opportunity. Missed opportunity, right? All right, Stan, go ahead and wrap up. We got some other callers, but please go right ahead. Well, the whole thing was a joke last night. You know, the applause lines were written by some leftist, you know, whoever his puppet master was. It was just ridiculous. He rehatched stuff that Trump was already doing, you know, lowering insulin prices, securing the border, blah, blah, blah. He said nothing about increasing our energy production in this country because we need to get on green energy and we're going to, the taxpayers are going to build all these charging stations, 500,000, I believe he said, across the country for these EV vehicles that people aren't driving. All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so much. So have a great day. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you so much for calling yeah, in. Uh, Eric, you're next up. Then we'll have to hit the break, but uh, you got the floor. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I felt the president last night seemed strong. He seemed uh, presidential. Uh, everyone can call, calls him all kinds of names. He stood up there for over an hour talking directly to the American people, and there was no sign of impairment or the fact that, you know, people say he has Alzheimer's or something. He stood into the camera and addressed the American people. He addressed the issues. He, he talked straight. He admitted that we have issues to deal with in this country. 
and I, I felt that he, he showed great leadership and at the same time compassion. Uh, and then the one time he's talking about his son and who did die for our country, he was heckled by, by uh, one of the Republican, uh, Republican uh, representatives who was sitting there. So um, I watched Fox News this morning just to see what his perspective is. I found it very interesting at the 8 o'clock Fox and Friends um, broadcast. I don't really watch it, but I gave it a chance. They didn't even talk about the uh, the, um, the union address for a full 10 minutes. They, they focused purely on on the Ukraine, and I, granted, it's an important issue, but 10 minutes, I think, because they, they really don't have too much to, to drag the president down because it was a good address. My observation is the president did have trouble speaking and uh, wasn't able to pronounce words at times. Now he's sharp enough to catch it. Have and you go ever back tried to stand in front of a camera and give a presentation for an hour, straight hour? Yes. To millions, oh, millions no. of people? No, not that many people. <laughs> and then not stumble once? I didn't say anything about stumbling once. I'm saying that he's a perfectly normal 80-year-old, and he had trouble standing in front of the camera for an hour without making a lot of mistakes. That's all. It's. I'm just saying your, your uh, remark that he had absolutely no uh, issues at all whatsoever, I didn't see it that way. I didn't way. say that. I said he did not have signs of being impaired or having Alzheimer's, and he didn't. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't think he has Alzheimer's. He's just well, a, but, but you, 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 a good you guy. Folks came on this program demand that he take these tests and so forth and prove that he's, he's cognitively competent. I didn't demand that. To me, standing in front of the camera and doing well, he did last oh, night. Okay. And remember, he does have a speech issue, which he has overcome. Oh, come on. Occasionally, he does stumble. Jeez. That, that, that stuttering thing has been... Yeah, Hannity's going to have a field day. Yeah, yeah. If he was inspiring, okay, so we'll be inspired. Off, right? but no, it, not it, laughing it, it, at all. True. You wish the president was strong and was leading. We're playing catch-up, and uh, we're doing, again, what we just talked about with the early caller, so leading from behind. Catch up. Uh, my perspective is that he is acting as a part of a coalition, right? And the issue is in Europe. So why would why wouldn't Europe be stepping up and we acting as a coalition in conjunction with those folks, instead of trying to be the big boy and hammer things at them, forcing them to to uh, to follow us or us being out there unilaterally? No, here's the, because we are was, the big boy. We are the leader. We, on, we are. On this show we, that he had not closed the airspace. Well, last night he did. Why did he wait? You playing playing catch up? No, perhaps what he was doing was allowing the flight to continue out of the Soviet Union. So I think there's something like a hundred, I don't know how many thousands of Americans who are in the Soviet Union a chance to get home before he closed off those, that airspace. All right, hold on, there. Hold, hold on, Eric. Hold on. We're here to get the heck out of the United States and go yeah. back to their Stand own. Stand by just one second, Eric. You wanted to say something, but you got talked over. Go ahead. No, the, the, we are catching up, and we are the big boy, and we are do lead NATO, and we had to pull Germany by the nose ring <laughs> to get them into it. They so, loaned yes, their that's what we to them. Do. Yeah, so, no, we are behind, and here's how far we're behind. We're months behind. This this should have been four, five, six months ago to be preemptive. But again, As he the built up, we built up the, kind le of thing. the le leadership chose to do the Neville Chamberlain issue if, here, if, and if we are a piece. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. So again, we, we see that. So, you know, airspace, why, why weren't we a deterrent? when a deterrent was needed. Not once he came in. Remember the speech where he said an incursion into? I mean, that opened the door. One of the things, and you could read Cliff Reader's uh, excellent editorial uh, letter to the editor in uh, DLAI today, talks about understanding strength. And after the Afghanistan debacle, 
China and Russia saw. Iran. People are seeing that maybe the United States isn't proactive enough to look after to right. look after themselves and their allies. All right, Eric, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. I, I, can't, I don't know where you guys cut me off, as usual. Well, when it, you uh, interrupted Ben's response to what you had said. <laughs> uh, Ben's response, Ben, who was at the Country Cub last night looking down upon the valley, and now you want to talk for the common man, Ben, when you spent the last Looking night in the country club? And the country club is 100% yeah. open to the public. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Real nice. Yeah. nice. And, who, and who golfs there, Ben? A lot of people Anybody. golf there. Anybody. Anybody's got yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. Who can afford to see Big Lino actually golf another golf course, but it's not nearly expensive. All right. Never mind, Eric. Yeah, Eric. We're not talking about the country club. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Yes. I haven't been Wisdom. To Wisdom from people that... Not, I haven't no. been to the highfalutin country club yeah. in almost 48 yeah. hours. So it's, it's highfalutin. It's terrible. Yeah. We got country club <laughs> that right. sometimes is spelled yeah, 100% with a K. percent open. So. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Stand by callers. We're going to hit the break. We will be right back, and you're going to be on the radio. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back, uh, Tom. Thank you so much for waiting through the break. Really appreciate it. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think Joe did a, an excellent job last night on the uh, speech. Okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the Republicans and the Democrats are going to have to get together now and pass some of these other pass some of these other bills that he brought up that we need. Mm-hmm. What, what were come some of the highlights for you in that speech? Well, the, the, the high, I like what he said about uh, Ukraine. That was good. About raising the minimum wage, that was good. Well, and I think uh, you saw a little bit of uh, President Biden's uh, unity president again. You know, not the not the one that's actually governing from the Oval Office that, you know, unfortunately is uh, stuck in the bitter divide that we're in in this nation. It's certainly not his fault. But uh, you did see more of the unifier president speaking. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. I mean, now you're going to hear the Stan's going to be pulling up with the clown car. He's going to have to use the stretch limo <laughs> today to get, oh, here we go. to get everybody in. You know, I know there's going to be a lot of Biden haters on here. They're going to tear him apart. Wait, I, I, I have Stan's, Stan's reaction. He just sent it to me via ESP. I think, Tom, you should take the rearview mirror and adjust it so you can see your face if you'd like to see uh-huh. who's driving the clown car. I'm sorry. That's, I could just detect that's what he's saying. <laughs> well, you know, they blame him for the gas prices, which isn't his fault. He has nothing to do with gas prices. 
the, the Keystone Pipeline had hundreds and hundreds of miles to go, and it would have not been done for many, many years. But one of the things so we talked about... They can't use that as an excuse. But, but on the other hand, Tom, it, mentality, people's opinion, what people think will happen, that impacts well, what some they of this. Think, what they think and what is reality are two different things. Well, that could be, but that's called no. the body politic. Yeah, well, I mean, they have... <laughs> oh, thank you, he Tom. Said that he, does, he doesn't want them to drill on federal lands. Okay. Well, they have ma- many millions of acres of other land that they could be drilling on, but they're not drilling on anything. And I don't even think they have all the oil wells opened up that they shut down when they had the pandemic. They shut a bunch of them down because nobody was using oil. And I don't even think they have all them sites started up yet. You know why? Because, and I read an article that the, that the shareholders said that they would, they would like to have this high prices so they can make more money. And that's what this is about. And oil and oil and gas... You have to have oil and gas to get trucks everywhere. Every It affects everything. When you have high gas prices, it affects everything. It just raises everything. Okay, so why is it positive that we have high gas prices? It right isn't now. positive, but okay. it isn't his fault. Well, how isn't it his fault, his economic policy? I just policies? explained it to you. Didn't you listen? Well, you didn't talk about any economic policy about energy. We we were We were energy... Sustainable. We were never energy efficient. Don't don't even start that. That's not even true. Yes, we were under the last no, administration. We no, we weren't. We were. We didn't stop producing. <laughs> then we didn't stop producing any oil. So how? What changed? So we were energy independent. Yes, you can't we say that. We, we export. We were never energy independent. Yes, we were. Well, we were exporting more energy that's than we were using. Yes, right. it tr- uh, we're Tom. stuck. Moving Sorry. on. Moving on. What Ooh. else, Tom? Oh, okay. And I thought it was good what he said last night about the uh, uh, GM and Ford are building uh, electric plants. One's Ford spending eleven billion, and GM is spending seven, eight billion. They're building a uh, uh, a plant in in Ohio to build this to, to build the chips that we can't get right now. Those are all very positive things. And guess what, Ben? You may not believe this. <laughs> But when you have electric cars, guess what? Then you don't need gas and oil mm-hmm. and, as much. And to so and to, when, hold, when you push electric cars and you get enough electric time, cars time out, out Tom. there, Tom, Tom, the, the demand is going to go down for gas. No, Tom, the demand for fossil fuels will go up because you have to have energy to electrify the cars and the trucks. Tom. It will not take as much. It will not take as much <laughs> energy to to do that as it okay. will. I think uh, as Senator. It will to do Tom, the way we gotta, we're doing it. No, yeah, we gotta okay. get our next it will not call. Take as much energy. Yes, not yes, near, it, yes, not it will. Not even anywhere is even close. Thank Tom you so much, will, Tom. And, uh, Hold on, Ben. Thank you so much, Tom. Really appreciate it. Thank you, sir, for your great opinions. Always glad to hear from you. We got another caller standing by, but we have uh, an open line, so a speedy dialer would get through. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're into deep analysis of the State of the Union address. Uh, Mike, you are next up. Thank you for your patience. Go right ahead. Yeah, just a couple of things here. Anyone who says the president doesn't have anything to do with the price of gas is obviously misinformed. Okay, I mean, that's absolutely not true. I mean, I think he took credit when he released uh, oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves and the price dropped a couple of cents. They were, you know, they were all proud of that. Hey, he's taking action. He's helping the gas price. So it's just 
ludicrous in my mind for, for anyone to believe the president doesn't have anything to do with the price of the gas and oil. I mean, it's just, come on. Anyway, oh, as far as the, whoever, somebody was banging on the uh, country club set. I'll tell you what, when I was in college, my girlfriend, uh, who is now my wife of, I think it's 42 years, she, uh, she worked at the Frosty Club down there by Danville. And I think that was one of the best life experiences that she ever had, uh, working there as a waitress. And my brother-in-law, who was a, what, what are those people called that carry the golf bags? Caddies. I, uh, Mark Lawrence. Caddy. They call it Mark Lawrence. <laughs> yes, I only lost three short years of my life caddying. So. And, and, and two inches. At a country club. You're right. It was a very formative time. You learn how to deal with all kinds of people. You learn to just kind of stare at the grass when somebody's ridiculously irate and mad and breaking clubs. And uh, mm-hmm. you learn how people make deals and talk to each other and listen. And uh, you, can, you, can, you can get a psych degree after two years of caddying. And, uh, you l- and yeah. I learned a long time ago that women are making a ton of the decisions around here behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Mark. And my, my brother-in-law, now this is, uh, you know, back a few decades ago, but uh, he, he was a caddy. And he turned out at the time to be the youngest partner at, a big, at the big five uh, accounting firms at the time. Mm. And I think a lot of that had to do with him, just like you said, learning how to deal with people. Okay, so that's what I want to say about that. But as far as, uh, I believe, what's the other guy with his name today, Mark? I, uh, I ben Reichley. Ben Reichley. Ben, ben is back. Now, now ben talked Friday, ben. about uh, <clears throat> the performance last night and, and, and getting <laughs> on Trump here. Well, or I mean Biden. People that said that he did a great job with preparing for this situation in Ukraine. Listen, the, our preparation for the Ukraine was <clears throat> Biden's preparation for the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the nth degree. It, this was exponentially worse, and the stakes could not be any higher. I, I, I think my biggest concern right now is, you know, the Ukraine was the breadbasket to the Soviet Union, okay? And now it's part of the breadbasket to the whole world. And that's going to be in the hands of Russia, which would give them more power. And obviously the, product, the productivity coming out of the Ukraine this year is going to be diminished greatly. Food prices are going up this year more and more. And uh, this, now Biden may be right. <clears throat> the gas price may be transitory, just like the inflation. Something's going to bring it down sooner or later. It could be a complete economic collapse. could be a, anything. But it's, it's transitory. But just how high is it going to go, and what effect is it going to have on our economy? I think it could create uh, inflation to go high enough and slow down the economy to the point where the demand drops and the price drops in, in, in oil and gas. So, hey, maybe... Uh, Maybe we're going to have to get through a lot of pain here, but I mean, this is a complex situation, and I don't believe uh, things were handled properly in the Ukraine as far as preparation. It seemed like everybody just uh, had their head in the sand and uh, waited and waited until the uh, Russian troops were basically in, you know, deep into the country, killing people, bombing, and uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a very unfortunate situation. But again, uh, we had to. The All NATO right. people, the European Union, had to be drug-kicking and streaming <laughs> yes. into this situation. Right. Yes. Yeah, look at Germany. Even, uh, we're not, NATO. We'll, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Bombs fly. Yeah. All right, we'll join you. What the heck? But, but Mike, your, your point about uh, Ukraine, but remember one thing about Mother Russia. Re- remember what they're looking for, to rebuild the Soviet Union. So 
one of the things is you look at Ukraine, you look at the Baltic states, you look at Hungary, you look at the ex-Soviet satellites. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, thanks for You're calling welcome. in. And those countries want to move to the West. They are looking for freedom. And you look at countries like Russia and China and Iran trying to hold back their people. So one thing about this part of the war that they seem not to be talking about Russia is Russia is scared to death that people will see freedom and they'll see what they could have had, what their children could have. When you see the videos of these young mothers with their uh, children in the bomb shelters, uh, you know, th this is not the 1930s and 40s anymore. It's social media, the media itself. But I will say this. This is the smartphone war. It seems like everybody's late to the game. And, and what did they not understand about 150,000, 170,000 troops at a border? Well, what did they understand about Crimea? They looked him in the eye and said, I'm not going to invade. Lied right to his face. President Biden yeah. didn't talk about that last night. No, but Mark, what about so. the uh, people down in Crimea or the southern part of Ukraine that are standing there going to the Russian shoulders? Well, go ahead and shoot me. Shoot me. Well, I don't have anything. What are you here for? And then the uh, the uh, people on, I think it's Snake Island, uh, That that is that is very, very emotional video when you see what uh, those soldiers and those people are doing to protect themselves. And, Mark, they just want to have their country. All right. One of our listeners, uh, Stan, sends us two notes. He says, one, pull the rose-colored glasses off, Eric, and see the truth. President Biden is a failure. Another note from the same fella says, Eric, uh, Biden wasn't heckled by the Republican Boebert. She just reminded him of the 13 soldiers killed in Afghanistan because of President Biden's said there. incompetence. I think we should get Stan, Eric, and the group together and have like a charitable fundraiser, like a, a Jello wrestling fundraiser for the uh, On The Mark uh, contingent. We'll give it out to the charity of the choice. As long as we don't raffle off a rifle, we'll be fine. <laughs> Although Stan can do the background check for us. All right, to be continued, you're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. We're doing a deep dive into the State of the Union address. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We had two callers for the president last night and two callers again the president's last night. Uh, some folks are helping us do a deep analysis of the president's remarks uh, during the State of the Union address. Talked for an hour last night, so we'd love to get your two cents. We have about half a dozen emails, so we'll read those. Uh, we'd love to get some texts going, too. You can send those to 70236 just include the keyword OTM and uh, we did read a couple earlier or yeah, we'll we read some more emailers texts callers and a visit from the suit yep we had the suit here although he's just wearing a purple polo shirt so yeah, we, we, we don't gave, get we the gave full a couple beats I, you realize suit and polo you and I are in purple you and I in uh uh, purple dress shirts. Uh, it's a purple day up here on Wednesday. Our penance begins at Ash noon. Ash Wednesday, day right. after Fat Tuesday. I'm actually getting my ashes at night tonight. I, so. I will include myself in this. Uh, I, I don't think it's just Fat Tuesday. I think some of us could uh, 
be at the YMCA or your preferred gym more often to, to make it a slimmer Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Every day I wrestle. It's the uh, jello wrestling. But I will say this, Mark. Not King Cake last night had some excellent... Mardi Gras cheesecake. Oh, wow. Super. Sounds great. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It is uh, the On the Mark. Uh, That's Fat Tuesday. <laughs> live telephone talk show. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now open. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, we've been talking about the State of the Union address. Uh, we have to talk about the UN before we're done because uh, Ben is informed on what's wrong with the UN in his view, so we can talk about that. No, what, not and what's wrong, what's right. What's right. Okay. <laughs> That's only one page, but you say what's wrong is a whole book. All right, well, well we, we needed specifics yesterday, and you know them by heart, so uh, we'll talk about know, that. No, but Friday we can get into that after Financial Friday because we, we talk about the finances. Okay. But, uh, All right, 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. 70236, include the keyword OTM and uh, the uh, email on the market, WKOK.com. Got a half a dozen emails. I'm going to get to them in a minute. One of the Valley's U.S. congressmen offered up a reaction to President Joe Biden's State of the Union address last night. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller said he was unimpressed. Quote, President Biden's State of the Union address was more about the same hypocrisy that has characterized his administration since day one. The president campaigned as a unifier, but his speech was anything but. The reality is the Biden administration and Washington Democrats' weak leadership has put America last. U.S. Senator Bob Casey offered a response as well, saying, quote, when President Biden was inaugurated last year, inherited a sluggish economy and a deadly pandemic. Since then, our nation has made great progress, says boy, uh, Casey. <laughs> you can see... Let's let's go, Joe. I mean, boy, Bob, that's, can a, see their that's remarks a comment that's going to bring the masses out for you. At WKOK.com. Ben, have you ever considered hiring a second chance worker? This is an individual who may have been incarcerated. There's a lot of little perks if you give somebody a second chance. But not only that, furthermore and for the long term, those individuals are going to be the most dedicated employees. If you give somebody a chance that no one else did, T.J. Ike was on our Sunrise show recently talking about uh, ways that they're working on solving the job shortage. Second-chance workers are part of that solution. She says another is a job fair that is held for second and fourth graders at Warrior Run School District to give the youngest of the kids an opportunity to see some careers in action. Interesting, and that should be a positive thing. I will say this note, you might not want to hire the second-hand, third-hand chance of the uh, accountant who got out of jail for embezzling, you might not want him as your CFO. Okay, but so you can be careful some, with that. You can do some checks. You'd have to have a lot of audits. Every yes. day we do an annual audit. Especially when he opens a bank account in the Cayman Islands. One of our listeners says you might want to avoid second and fourth graders who've been incarcerated, too. That's, that's true. <laughs> so they've been sent to the principal. All right, anyway. Another good week of having fewer cases of COVID-19 among school children. Stay Department of Health says it's almost an imperceptible background level among kids ages 0 to 4, although they wouldn't qualify as what I just said were school children. That's in Montour, Snyder, and Union counties. Northumberland County had 12 new cases in that young age bracket. Uh, preschoolers in children ages 5 to 18, Snyder County had fewer than 5 cases. Montour County had 6. Union County and Northumberland County had 14 new cases between ages 5 and 18 of uh, COVID-19. Free, free 
the school children. Free we, the school children from masks. We are finally getting a fish ladder. It's actually going to be one of the largest uh, nature-like fishways, I believe, in the world, at least on the East Coast. And the Susquehanna River watershed, that's the biggest watershed on the East Coast in the United States. So it, it's about time to see this project finally come together. And that is Andrew Leidick, Shikinami State Park Manager, saying the fish ladder will work will start uh, late this year and continue into next year. He also gave us an update on the fiber dam. You can hear that on the WKOK podcast page. Uh, back to national coverage. The Hill reporting today. Several Republican lawmakers said they weren't going to attend President Biden's State of the Union address because of the mandated coronavirus testing before the speech. Quote, <laughs> I'm healthy, so I won't be taking a COVID test. Uh, said Representative Tom Massey of Kentucky in a tweet yesterday. Senator Marco Rubio announced Monday he wouldn't attend the speech because he didn't have time to get tested for the virus. Uh, so several individuals were not at the speech last night. Funny is, uh, f- the funny is, they caught four people that they who did not know they had COVID that tested positive on, with no, either state rep- or U.S. congressman or their staff members. Mm. So. There you have it. So it kind of worked a little bit. All right. I noticed the pictures of uh, Mrs. Biden up in the Dr. Jill Biden up in the. Mm -hmm. Yep. Had nobody around. Sorry, come in. Nobody sitting next to her. Usually social distancing, maybe. Well, three, well, did we have feet. as many visitors last night? Uh, probably not. The way, uh, oh boy, the way it is to get in, just to go see your congressman uh, is uh, is tough, or congresswoman, whatever you choose to see. Let alone that uh, venture. But um, no, uh, you know, anytime the president calls, you you would go see. Anytime you get an invite to go see the president speak, you should go speak. See that uh, you know we, we should be we're trying to be behind our president, but we have to be honest too. So. Dennis, you are on the mark. Well, good morning. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, I'm sitting here listening, and people, you know, saying Biden did so well. I don't know if anybody caught this, but I'm sure it's on some of the news places today. He couldn't even read the monitor. He said, well, Putin has Kiev all surrounded by troops, but he's never going to win the hearts of the Iranian people. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, unbelievable and you know i picked up in this comment eric seems like a nice young guy i'm not here to bash him by any means we all have difference of opinion but to me it was sort of insidious his comment about the the, um country club it always reminds me of the hate the rich type you know whether it's done in purpose or like it's been imbued and it's not like I'm seeing everybody who goes to a country club is rich, but I mean, it's sort of like a class thing. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, hate these people because they're wealthy. It's always something out of the playbook of progressives or you know socialism. Well, Dennis, you're right. It's class envy, and the the thing about it is, you, you know, I don't know, Republicans, conservatives, maybe a lot of independents, all wish people do better, so you could join a hunting club or, you know, join uh, this club, whatever club you want to be, the social club, uh, you know, join and, and be involved. Uh, this, You're exactly right. Class envy. And uh, I will say this, when you get in conversations, uh, anytime, if conservatives or, or liberals or progressives, whatever terms you want to use, anytime it gets, starts to get personal, that means they're out of ammunition, their facts aren't 
are, are yeah. matching up, and it has. But, but Class Envy is ridiculous. The country club here in the Susquehanna Valley is 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 open. A lot. I mean, it, it's not a. a this is how bad it is, Dennis. I can join. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it, it's a, it's I've a, you been know, also, and so. and you know, on the hill, looking down at people, it happens to be on the hill. It's a great view, but you can go <laughs> over great. to, uh, you can go right up the, from the radio station down to Shiklimi Point and look out, and that's a great view too. So it's not people looking down on people, as was uh, no. was stated. But no, I agree with you, and that you know, folks, go out, work hard, work smart. You know, plan your work, work your plan, be successful for your family, and reap the yeah. rewards. You know what? That's why yeah. people are coming to America, because you have that opportunity. Talk to some of the people who have Italian restaurants around here who are once removed from their families coming from Italy. Talk to Eastern Europeans that have come here. Talk to somebody who's been in Venezuela and got here, or a Cuban-American. Those stories are compelling, but those stories are what America is, and that's it, what it was yeah. from the 1700s till now. Perfect? No. But the opportunity, and that's what scares the Chinese and the Russians to death, is the opportunity of the Western world, and it's called freedom. Well, and the president's speech last night was hopeful, so we'll give him credit for that. <laughs> and, and that, you know, hope is not a strategy, Mark. But just the last statement here is like, it's sort of insidious, these comments, because it's almost like what they were educated. They don't do it on purpose. I don't think they sit there on purpose and say, I hate the rich. Right. You know what I mean? I think it came through our education system somehow as like the class struggle, and, and, and it shouldn't be. But that's how I picked up on it, and I'm really not knocking Eric. I'm just trying to point out something that probably doesn't even realize he's doing. You know? Did you like the president's remarks last night? Uh, I have a tough time watching them. I really do. I'm being honest. I just I sit there thinking a year ago we were so independent and so, you know, two years ago, I should say. But, you know, I, I think he tried. Put it that way. I'll give him, you know, an A for effort. But honestly. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, All Dennis. Right. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Guys. All right. We yeah. got open phones. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, EB sends us a note. He's probably disappointed that Joe's not here because EB and Joe like to go back and forth a little bit. Uh, last night during President Biden's State of the Union address, which earned bipartisan applause on multiple occasions, professional lunatics, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, heckled the president while he was talking about his late son. This comes on the heels of Green speaking at the white supremacist gathering this past weekend. This, ladies and gentlemen, is your current Republican party. Well, I don't think so. Well, no, any more than the Democratic Party yeah, is AOC say, and the squad and yeah. all them. But anyway, okay, moving on. Will any members of the GOP hold these women accountable for their rude, disrespectful behavior? Probably not, because this sort of thing has become what the Republican Party is all about. Will on the Mark's regular stable of MAGA supporters condemn them for their outburst? No, because they probably thought it was great. Will on the Mark devote any time to discussing how inappropriate the outburst was or Green's acceptance of white nationalism? On that count, I can only say that I hope it merits some significant airtime. 
says EB. Well, let me say about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I would rather have her go to a white supremacist conference and erase all doubt. You know, we used to argue, I could argue that I thought President Trump was prejudiced and everybody else could argue that he wasn't and because you didn't know for sure you knew what he did in the past, but you didn't know what he did now. Or was he respectful to women or, uh, or sexually assault them? And, you know, we could argue yes or no. But if you go to a white supremacist conference and you're Marjorie Taylor Greene, more power to you. Erase all doubt. And that's what she well, did. And I give her district. credit for that. Let the voters of her district make the exactly. choice. That's if not they, the Republican Party. If they, they want say, her, hey, that's their but, choice. But then when Democrats go to a BLM event or go to this or that event, that should be out in the public, too. And people should say, okay, this person tends this way and this is how they are but it seems like uh you know and and one of the things too we're more than happy to talk about uh if you want to talk about white nationalism which is just is somewhat of a of a hoax because it's diluted it's very insignificant even though the fbi well it's very shrouded they don't want to say publicly who they really are yeah but mark we're talking about very small part of the population. But let's talk about BLM and their accounting functions and the state of California asking about them. Is that an organization? But look at the uh, progressives who've gotten got behind BLM. Uh, you know, this is the, let, let's open up, let's peel the onion back on all sides. One of our listeners says President Biden was heckled about 13 dead Americans in Afghanistan, which has been swept under the rug. And why on earth would we would he not take a cognitive test if he was so as you think? <laughs> it's funny, I can't yeah, read I was that. Say, oh my God. Right. But anyway, one of the things, Mark, remember the Afghanistan, I would say report, whatever the term they call it, came out. It was about 2,000 pages of, of Afghanistan. They did a summary. They went back and looked at it. The president disagreed with that, and he disagreed with it. I think it was on a CBS or ABC interview. That, you want to talk about something that got swept under the rug? That, I mean, That's it. it makes okay. no sense that that is not public and understood what went wrong, what went right, because that was a debacle. And here we are now with the Ukrainian situation. Let's keep this going. President Biden, another email says President Biden could solve every problem facing America and Ben would still not give him credit for it. The nonstop complaining from him is tiring, especially since he's supported Trump, the weakest and most incompetent president we've ever had. Uh, not true. You want your president to do well, Democrat or Republican. If Joe Biden was doing well, we'd say he's doing well. And uh, support of Donald Trump. Donald Trump came in as an anti-political person who, as a business person, looked and said, this doesn't make sense. And look what he addressed. He addressed drug prices. He addressed uh, justice reform. And you know what he also did? He, he he got funding for the historical black colleges to be consistent. So those black colleges did not have to go to Washington hat in hand every year. Every year they had to go under Republicans and Democrats in the past. So now there's a pipeline that they understand what their funding is. Okay, he opened up, uh, Mark, I lost the term, but you could go out and you could take test drugs. If, if you were in peril, oh, the, the death, uh, hospice could, testing situation. So, so again, yeah. uh, if, if, if you took the name off and you listed, this is what happened under this administration. This is what happened under this administration. If you go back to Jimmy Carter and go forward with that, it'd be interesting to see without anybody knowing the names to say, geez, I, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, Mark, 
please, and maybe some callers can tell us, why, with the U.S. being non-energy independent, why does that make a better United States? All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners says, yes, we are playing. Uh, President Biden is playing catch-up, catch-up from the incompetent, corrupt, and general worldwide embarrassment of our previous president. Your grasp of reality is only exceeded by your lack of understanding of world affairs. All right, all right, got to take a quickie break, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. have a wrestling, uh, jello wrestling match at the Shikolami State Park Marina this summer. Date to be announced. Right. Pay a dollar for everybody to get in. We'll give the money to Ukrainian mission. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick a charity, but they'll be in your wrestling single, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, jeez. There's no reason why people should suffer. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Dan, thank you so much for your patience. Very, very much appreciated. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, the one thing Biden didn't tell the truth about is the employment rate. He takes credit for the employment rate going up since he got into office. That was the employment rate going up, so because everything was shut down, a lot of things were shut down, <laughs> and now, yeah, there the people, a lot of the Republicans open things up and a lot of places just started to open up after he was elected he yeah, didn't so have it's nothing technically to do true. with it it yeah, was technically in spite true. <laughs> of what his people his ill did to the economy Right, it's technically true. It's like when these guys are used to saying, these commentators are used to saying from back in the day when jobs were created and they were new jobs, they still call them new jobs. It's like, no, it's people who lost their job two de- yeah. two years ago getting their back to work. Yeah, and the, yep. the jobs that aren't coming back, and you did, you did hear the president say get back to in-office work because the jobs that are having a tough time is the complementary or supplemental jobs that go with, let's say, you know, uh, offices in New York City, where do they go to lunch, where do they breakfast, coffees, all those other businesses have suffered. So when you look at the, uh, you know, if, if the octopus, if the, if the main head is the, the mass economy, look at the tentacles, how many tentacles are coming back or how short are those? So it's it's the other jobs that we're seeing, and we see the growth coming back in hospitalities and services. Hopefully that gets back to where it was pre-pandemic. Yeah, and uh, 
what we know in our area here, we lost the country comfort, which was a great place to eat, and I liked everything about it. But far as I'm concerned, the best employment president we've had in my lifetime was President Trump. The employment rate, he had it down during good times, the lowest it's ever been. So he's the employment president in my book, and he he deserves a lot of credit for that. Well, I, I think, think historians agree with you. The World War II period and post-period unemployment was lower. But regardless, certainly in modern day. Modern day, Reagan and uh, Trump, look at look what happened during their tenure. And look how Trump did it with all the hoaxes and the BS going on around him. And he still piled through. And he got, he got trade agreements done. He got a tax cut. You know, these people who want to say, oh, taxes were just for the rich. I mean, you know, go back 20 years and you hear the same story. Everybody who paid taxes got a their reduction in their rate, their base rate, and these are federal taxes. And remember, only 48 to 49 percent of the United States population pays federal income tax. So it's sort of interesting when people want to say that. you got to well, the president said, what, 40 of the top corporations don't pay any income tax or something last well, night? He used you know that what? quote Here's again. The deal with this. Is that true? Democrats, you know what? Change the tax code then. Right. You know what? You keep complaining about this. If it's true, prove it. Dan. And if it's not, change the tax code. Give us a closing comment. Go right ahead. Yeah. yeah. And during Trump's administration, all boats were elevated in the water and he put everybody got an increase now naturally people working lower wages didn't get as much but their boat still went up in the economy so i think that's what we need to do cut taxes and you watch the employment go up and well, we have to cut it, government too though yeah, yeah, we have to cut. Look at we jobs in the government tr- compared to jobs yep, in the private sector. We have sector. to do that. It's too big. And All right, the we got bureaucracy you. is just unbelievable. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling yeah, in. You guys have a great one. Great talking with yep, you. Yep, great to Good talk to you again, Dan. On a week, on a day, you're not on, Ben, Thank usually. You. Yep. Yeah, I uh, thought it was Friday when I first <laughs> heard you. He'll be back on Friday. Every 48 hours, Ben is on the radio. Okay. All right. Thank Good. you, Dan. Cindy, you are next up. Go right ahead. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. The uh, law that you were trying to remember, Ben, is the right to try law, right which to allows try. people yes. who are terminally ill or gravely ill to use medications that have not been approved by the FDA. Yeah. And you know what, Cindy, that also does? That gives big pharma data and it helps in the research also hopefully it helps them and they got it far enough along but then they can tweak or hopefully understand what can make this better and why wouldn't that be a law or why wouldn't that be allowed for people because that's a last resort type of situation because oh. to uh, i'll answer your question the bureau to the bureaucracy oh, yes. the most important thing is the preservation of their power yes not the preservation of the individual. Yeah, there's a there's a joke among construction people that uh, if for permitting, if the government person does not make a decision, they won't lose their job because they haven't made the wrong decision. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's a good one. 
Anyway, I, well, the one thing I did hear last night that I wholeheartedly support is the freezing of the price of insulin. Now, what would be interesting to me is what do we think will happen if yeah. he does that? If it only costs a person $35 a month to buy insulin, then who's going to make insulin? Yeah. So is it his plan then that government will take over the manufacturing of insulin? And that would be an example of socialism. Price fixing is tough. Places the private mm. sector in terms of making something. But, and frankly, I wouldn't have a problem with the government making insulin. But uh, I support freezing the price of insulin at $35. I understand there's a lot of people that have concerns because that only applies to people on Medicare, Medicaid, or who have... Um, employment insurance, and so what becomes of the uh, of the people who are unemployed or don't have insurance? Do they get the thirty five dollar a month price or not? Yeah, but Cindy, I wouldn't, th- and I take your point. Short term, that might be a, a, a to get through it, but isn't the long term? Why is there's not enough competition? Obviously, or is that a true market price? So, is there enough competition? that the price should be 35 or should the government step in subsidize for a short period which i mean the government short can be years but till they figure out what, what why isn't there other competitors to then make it a market rate or is insulin a market rate at 35 or whatever number it is well according to the president last night i'm trying to remember wasn't his quote that it actually cost $10 to manufacture the insulin and that the difference between that $10 and how much a person is charged at a pharmacy for that medication is the profit the company is. Well, what's interesting in the pharmaceutical side, you're seeing these companies, and I'm going to lose them, but GoodRx, uh, there's two or three companies that have popped up, and I think, um, oh, shoot, the gentleman who owns Why the Amazon uh, is selling Am- uh, Dallas Mavericks, Cuban. Mark Cuban is involved in yeah, the company Cuban now. Yeah, Mark Cuban created his own online pharmacy. Okay, right. so now you're going to undermine this. Right. So, so you see the private sector coming in and say, hold it, there's not right. competition. If it's $10, we can sell it for 20 still make a profit, this and that. But when the government gets in, it gums up the works. And maybe quick well, supplemental. I, you know, I, I applaud Mr. Cuban for his choice with his money, and I've had several social things that I would work to fix if I ever won the lottery when it was a billion dollars. But, I'm, you know, the issue becomes then that some of my fellow Americans will trash talk wealthy people in a broad brush approach. And yet, if you look, there are wealthy people all across this country doing great things for our society, you know. Um, as a Mac user, I have no great love for Mr. Gates, but he has done enormous things with his money. Of course, he's been criticized roundly because he doesn't do the things that people want him to do with his money. Or when Steve Jobs got sick with pancreatic cancer, you know, what happened but that he was criticized for not pouring his wealth into research for pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. And yet, had he done that, he would have been criticized for only spending his money to benefit Selfishly. Himself. But sure. I want to close with a humorous comment, if I could. Every year I watch the State of the Union, and I find it incredibly distracting because every third word slash sentence out of the president's mouth, someone and or all of them leap to their feet and start clapping. It, <laughs> it is just impossible to listen to what the person has to say <laughs> when it is constantly interrupted. But it brings back to me when I went to pick my son up from eighth grade wrestling one year, and his coach, Coach Kip, um, had them doing what were called up-downs. 
and it's at the end of practice. You get down on your knees, hands and knees, and then you have to stand up, and you're tired. So can you imagine doing this over and over and over again? So last night I said to my husband at dinner, tonight will be the Congress's calisthenic routine. And he said to me, what are you talking about? And I said, oh, they're going to do up-downs for an hour while the president <laughs> speaks. Yeah. I urge them to stop that constant distraction and let the person, whomever they are, get in a word edgewise. It yeah, it was a 20-minute speech. Well, it was a 20-minute well, speech over an hour. You realize they're, they're, they're built in, so the Democrats know which lines that they're supposed oh, to jump up. Oh, there's someone with a sign? Is this like uh, when the, they have those shows? The, there's an understanding. Applause. There's an understanding with the applause line. But I, I Thank I'm you, not, Cindy. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I didn't I, see I want to point one last thing. Did Hurry you up. notice Mrs. Pelosi reading the speech over the president's shoulder and playing with the papers? And I thought of the SATs. When they say to you, "Do not open this plant until you are done," she, she, she didn't rip it I up. I found that incredibly she? distracting that she was back there playing with her papers instead of listening to what the man and jumping to her feet. On All her right, rip. thank you, Cindy. Thank Thanks you, for calling in. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Chris, stand by. We will be right there. I promise. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. we got some open fl- open phones. Uh, Chris, thank you for your patience. You probably waited 15 minutes or so. We appreciate it. You're on the mark. Uh, yeah, Stan, to a certain extent, uh, Ben there, uh, complained about not completely shutting down uh, Russian oil and also complained about gas prices. And I was just going to say, you can't really have that both ways. Shutting down Russian oil completely would raise uh, gas prices no matter what. And Biden did it very intelligently on on the way he uh, undermined all of Putin's excuses for invading before he made them, and then they followed the, that plan exactly. So the intelligence he was he was being honest with the American people with the American intelligence about American intelligence. The intelligence was accurate. He handled it well. He built it up step by step. He was getting the allies in order together on every every step of the way. He didn't do any phony blustering. I was quite impressed with how he's, he's handled the Russian situation so far. In the State of the Union? going to save Ukraine, but neither would, uh, unless you're getting in a ground war with Russia and threatening a worse war worldwide, then you probably have to uh, let them uh, do what they can in Ukraine for a while. But uh, it's certainly making Russia pay for it. Okay, what else? In a serious way, and oh, you uh, you talked about America being isolated, uh, Russia being wasn't isolated. Well, even the even Switzerland froze bank accounts, which they never do. It's almost and it's almost a violation of their neutrality that they they've kept such such close tabs on. They they did business with the Nazis during the war, you know. Okay. Good. Perfect. So, you like the speech uh, that, last night? Uh, no, that's pretty impressive, getting getting all that done. 
to do yeah, it. Yeah, if it was the way you stated it, it, it quite isn't that <laughs> way. But uh, if well, you think it is, go ahead. What did I say? Well, here, here, here's, here's what happened. What the, did the, I say what was wrong? Okay, here's here. here. Okay. What, here's what is not correct. May not I be wrong, that. but it's not correct. The oil situation, the Biden administration was falling all over itself pre pre invasion. They went to Saudi Arabia to try to get oil. They said no. So the other part of it is, yes, you do cut off Russian oil, and you cut it off because you went to Plan B and Plan C and had oil coming in elsewhere. So the sanctions were very, very weak at first, and people came out and said that. They did not cut off energy. Energy is 90% of Russia's economy. So they didn't cut off the energy, which left them... And they didn't them want to do it before the invasion, either. Why not? That, that creates... Ah, because that, that... Not at all. That, it creates no that invasion. Gives no, that gives them no reason not to invade. No, it doesn't. It gives them a reason saying you will not have this, so you're not going to invade. And, and if and you, you invade, get, you get cut off... You agree to it before that, either. Okay, then you... But then you so it's a matter of get all, all your... Uh, everything in line. No, properly, they weren't getting things and in line. everybody on the same page, which okay. did step by step, and that's the way it had to be done. No, they had to drag the Germans in, the Germans, of and they did not go they for the economic for sanctions. Gas for the natural gas for their, uh, for their winner. Yes, and that was part of the Trump administration saying this makes no sense. If you're part of NATO and you're not paying your insurance policy, plus you're giving money to an, an enemy, and, and Russia oh, and well, China well, are enemies. Enemy? What Russia. Enemy? Russia is not oh, an ally of Germany. An they were enemy then. Okay. You, they, you, you, you don't they understand. They anything you wanted the sanction for. Yeah. Hold on, Chris. You do not understand. The Trump administration. I do understand. No, you seem to. Trump understand. If you guys are going to be with Russia on energy, it has problems potentially in the future. And it and it's put out, these are the problems we're in now. And here's the other part. Look what Poland and look what the other Czech Republic, look what they're doing. So they're getting rid of that. worldwide commerce with Russia and you wanted Trump to shut down uh, all commerce with uh, Russia. Do commerce at your own risk. No. Was? You put, you put Understandings that if this happens, because if you cut their energy off, you did. cut them he off. No, he announced sanctions and the type of okay. Well, Chris, I told to you, be. I told you what wasn't right, and you seem to, if you feel those I are right, find then anything that. that wasn't right. Yeah, yet. and and they did not do the banking situation with the swift money. You do that initially, and you say this is what's happening. You put that on a week before the invasion. Then the invasion does not happen because no, you've. That's you can, but you well, also that give. No. You well, also you don't know give that, Chris. Reason to do it with no, no punishment involved. No, that is the punishment, and, and the punishment, them. the punishment that's, that's would have put them the on their knees. Machine not at all, Neville. Russia. Okay, yes, it is, okay, Neville Chamberlain strategy did not work. Well, one of, uh, it wasn't Neville Chamberlain's strategy. Take that hat and stuff it somewhere, will you? All right, we got to go, there Chris. There was no Neville Chamberlain uh, okay. stuff. The other thing nice. that was very good about what, it... What are we stuffing oh, in hold the on, hat, Hold on, hold on, Ben. What go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. The other thing that was very good about Biden's speech last night was, except for the tax thing, he really did very little... Uh, criticism of Republicans that he could well have done. He could have brought up January 6th. He could have brought up, brought up pretending the, the election wasn't valid. He could have brought up all sorts of things to isolate the Republicans. The only one that he really mentioned that 
was that uh, he didn't like their tax cuts compared to what his program was. Yeah. All right, we got but you. Thank you so that, much, Chris. There was very little uh, insulting of Republicans at, or anything like that going on. Right, it was more of the unifier that we saw it before. Was, yes, it was mm-hmm. the Thank you. Just All right, thank you, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Very much appreciate it. Yeah, and I, w- I think one of the things that President Biden said that he didn't want to uh, do too many sanctions ahead of time was because Putin was saying that they're picking on us. They're doing preemptive things in response to nothing. We're doing NATO, we're doing, not NATO, we're doing military drills, <laughs> and so they're preemptively cutting us off from banking and airspace and uh, petroleum lines and all these things. Mm. One of the things that Putin was saying in advance was that the West was already conspiring and taking action against him. And that's why President Biden didn't uh, take preemptive action, because Putin was going to use that as the uh, the uh, precursor to they start the invasion. To, I think the story that's being missed by a lot of people is the ineptness of the Russian soldiers. The logistics, well, yeah, they're running out of gas. Running out of gas. <laughs> and then well, that's sudden, another topic. All of a sudden, the soldiers are realizing... Hey, we're what we're going into Ukraine? That wasn't what we were training for. My grandmother for. lives there. That's we, what the yeah, one we soldier said. We weren't training for this. And right. again, what what didn't people understand under under o- Obama? They took Crimea. They also, you know, what they did in Georgia uh, back in I think that was oh yeah. This is twenty so, twenty twelve. So why do you all think over, Ukraine was going to If Putin says I want to put the Soviet Union together, and the callers and the emailers can say this, so why wouldn't we believe him? So you're telling me sanctions are not going you cripple you cripple them before they start and we find out that the Russian army and their military isn't maybe what they are they do have the ultimate ace in the hole though and that's called nuclear weapons Cindy go ahead I just want to say there was one other thing the president said I agreed with him go ahead and raise the taxes on the rich go right ahead and do it I'm waiting oh, boy. what are they waiting for they have congress they have the presidency they have the capacity to do this because it's within a reconciliation bill. Nail them. Joe go Manchin, ahead, Joe Manchin won't okay, go what, for it because he's rich. Yeah, what are you raising then? And what's the rich? What, what, where well, do you, what remember, do you they've defined this vague thing of the rich and the unfairness and everything. Let's be, let's be honest. Many of the well, uber-wealthy people live off their capital gains. Capital mm-hmm. gains doesn't pay Medicare tax. Capital gains doesn't pay all those uh, social security tax, all those other taxes. But they can pick whatever tax they want, whatever mode they want to. I'm just saying, go ahead and do it. What's stopping you? Go right ahead and do it. Yeah, okay. Raise the taxes on the rich. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank really you. appreciate Capital it. Capital gains should be lower. Uh, one of our listeners says, come on, Eric. President Biden was heckled about 13 dead Americans in Afghanistan, which has been swept under the rug. And why on earth? Would he not take a cognitive test if asked to do so? All right, we got to take a quick break. We got a caller standing by. Hold on, Ken from Loganton, PA. You're going to be next after this. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We got our last caller lined up. We're done with calls. We got enough emails and texts, and Ken is ready, and I got to do the Sunbury Motor Company ad, so we're good to go for today. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to start out with Amanda Wooden, a professor of political science at Bucknell University. Mm. Been to Ukraine and Russia hundreds of times, and she's going to tell us about her family there and energy. She's an energy expert, and uh, she's going to talk about that tomorrow talk, morning. Talked to a Russian lady Radio last 30. night. She was very, um, let's say, very reserved. Okay. Uh, Ken, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting through the break. Go right ahead. Yes, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, I'm kind of, you'll have to bear with me a second because I'm kind of rattled about some of the comments some of these people have made. How can you say we weren't energy independent when you're exporting more than you're importing? Mm -hmm. When fuel, I drive a truck and I'm working right now, like some of these people who can sit home and write down what they want to say, I'm working. So I was filling up my diesel truck. It's a 36-gallon truck. I was filling it up for less than $80 two years ago. Now I'm spending almost $140 to fill this truck. Um, it doesn't make sense. And how can you say the president's doing a good job when things are like that? When they they want energy in the they want uh, clean energy. The wind doesn't always blow. The sun doesn't always shine. And with the supposed global warming that's going down, soon the rivers won't flow, according to them. Where the hell are we going to get our energy? I'm just, I'm just rattled about the whole thing. Well, well, Ken, Ken, your situation is exactly why p things like the Tea Party. When people get to the point where the common sense, so you're out working six, seven days a week, depending on on your job. And people, if you're in construction, which sounds like you might be, uh, you yep, know, you're, you're always working for the most part. Yep. And, and and the thing about it is, people get frustrated when they see this, and. It's like the politicians do not listen to what the real people are, are getting into. And then other people will say, no, free, free, free. Well, I don't know. Do you get free two-by-fours? Do you get free pipe? You know, it, 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 it gets frustrating. And this is where the boiling point of the silent majority start to then become uh, vocal. And, and it is very frustrating. And when people do not understand what energy independence... Energy independence sets up our national security and sets up our economics and sets up strategy with our allies and even Correct. might move some center countries towards us when we can help them with energy. Uh, all Russia is is a gas tank, and then you're you're, you're on your knees to Russia if that's where you're going to get a majority of your energy. And I think uh, you're exactly right. The frustration of some people not seeing it now. Green energy. We had uh, Mark and uh, I was here uh, Friday with a uh, uh, gentleman, Gene Yall, is very understanding. I've had many conversations over the last couple of years. To make green energy, folks, it takes a lot of fossil fuel, and to build exactly. these charging stations, what's going to charge them. So it's very interesting, and, and you're you're in the real world, and you're understanding real situations. And common sense, you probably shake your head and saying, do these people have common sense? Exactly. Ken, you'll be happy. And to, say, and to say that Trump was a lousy president, I mean, come on. <laughs> like I said, we were energy independent. Things were never better for folks. More jobs. Uh, 
What, where are they living? What cave are they in? I'd really like to go bring them out. <laughs> president the Trump was a terrible president. I can back oh, it up another on, day. Cut him a break. <laughs> okay. Break. All right. Good point. Hey, hey, look at Biden's. Uh, look at Biden's approval rating. Who has been any lower than Biden in that's, the in the uh, modern era? Yeah, I think if Biden went below them. Trump now. Thirty-seven, and that's Washington Post, now, ABC. Not even right. Now. Right. No, you're right. All right. Ken. Thank you so much, Ken. Thanks for calling Ken, in. Your, your call is from yeah. the real world. Yep. We really oh, appreciate it. Thank world. you. Safe travel. And remember, I say I I say it all the time, Ken, to everybody who will listen. If you got it, the truck brought it. Exactly. And what are we? How we gonna? uh, One last thing. How long is it going to take to refuel your electric vehicle? Can you go and refuel your electric vehicle in five minutes and no, get back on the road? No can do. All right. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you, sir. Unless you swap batteries. Swap well, out. You know, it's like a flashlight. No, no i got to do the Sunbury Motor Company. But remember, others people have their real world, too, so you have to When's be, the last, be respective of that. When's the last time that you drove a Sunbury Motor Company vehicle? Uh, this morning and last night, I did shake Tom Mertz's hand. Oh, so. did you? Mm-hmm. I haven't driven one in almost about four hours myself. Uh, and you parked near about four or five Sunbury mm-hmm. Motor Company vehicles yeah, around the side lot there. Sunburymotors.com is their website. Uh, I am driving around in a 2021 Ford F-150 right at the moment. Antimatter blue. They got that color again this year. I saw the carbonized gray color up here this morning. Slade Shrek was tooling around in his truck. XLT chrome package he's got. So that thing was shiny out front. He had just run it through the car wash. Boy, did that look nice. Uh, he's driving around in the 2.7 V. V6 EcoBoost motor. I'm driving around in a 10-cylinder V10, but you can get whatever gas guzzler you want there and uh, as efficient as you want to get. And, of course, they're even coming out with an electric F-150. So if you need to haul around, they got some F-150s down there on the lot right now. They have a gorgeous one, rapid red, double cab, sunroof, long bed, trailer hitch. R R R. Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. I don't get to see you now for 46 hours, but we'll see you then, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Happy Ash Wednesday. Joe McGranahan had the day off, but Rob Center was there being our fabulous producer. We got some leftover emails. We'll try to read those first thing tomorrow morning. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.